Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I am Laura Romo, and with me, as always, is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. Hello. What's going on, Andrea? Uh, you know, just another day. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. It's like day. Uh, my daughter counted. It's day twenty nine, actually. Day 29. Yeah. Wow. Day 29. Wow. Of, well, when school stopped, when all that started. So. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. That makes it's sense. Pretty much the last day uh-huh. my daughter ever left the house was 29 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> she made that very clear to me today. <laughs> oh, Carmi. <laughs> all right, guys. If this is your first time listening to us. Welcome. We are Star Wars podcast that discuss anything and everything within the galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movie, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. We talk about it. Andrea. What is up? All right. So we, this, this, this episode... We're doing comic book chat. So we're going to catch up on some of the comic books that have come out recently and kind of do a quick overview of each and uh, kind of our general thoughts on them. So Yeah, I like that. We haven't yeah. talked comic well, books were... in a bit. Yeah, and a, a few few new ones, few old ones we haven't talked about. So uh, we're going to dive in. So I want to talk about first uh, Bounty Hunters. Ooh. So the... Two episodes, uh, two episodes, two <laughs> issues out currently. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, this one is not for me. It's okay. Yeah. It's what didn't right. you like? Um, so I, I just the, the story is not really grabbing me. I'm not like a huge like bounty hunter person. Like I like some of the bounty hunters. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like a huge bounty hunter fan. So, you know, this is kind of hit and miss for me just personally. Um, the artwork is amazing. Yes. Though. Artwork's fantastic. Um, so got to give props where props do is that. Um, but yeah, so basically this is a comic book that's following, um, some of, some f- very familiar bounty hunters. Uh, we got Boba Fett, we got Bosk, uh, a couple other ones that we know mm-hmm. of, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a tale of uh, the general. The guy's name is Val is Valance. Valance. Yeah. Valance, and he is out for revenge on a old mentor of his that kind of uh, kind of screwed him over, I guess, on a job. Yeah. So what I didn't like about it was it was kind of unclear. I felt like the flashbacks and the timeline that was current was really kind of muddled. It was hard for me to understand what the hell was going on. I don't know if it's... Mm -hmm. When I read my comics, I do it on my iPad, and I zoom in on each frame. Like, I don't look at the page as a whole. So when I read Mm -hmm. it the first time like that, I thought, well, maybe I'm not seeing the full picture of it, and I'm not understanding when it transitions from past to present. So I tried Mm -hmm. reading it again, like, full screen, and I still was kind of... I felt the flow a little bit better, but I got a little confused. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of, I've noticed, I noticed that too, this one is kind of time jump, maybe not time jumpy, but it's, you're kind of following different people at different times, at different locations. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's hard to kind of keep up sometimes, I agree. 
Um, but again, artwork is amazing as always with all these comic books. So um, I did like it though. I did like yeah. the the new crew. Um, I kind of hoped you would have saw a little bit more of them being more like having a camaraderie and then backstabbing each other instead of like right out the gate, like this group of bounty hunters doesn't get along whatsoever or has this whatever. Maybe I just, I don't, I get it. They're doing their flashbacks, but I'm not feeling their past and whatever. But of course we're only two issues in, but I was kind of, you know, I was reading a review. Someone on Star Star Wars news news net was saying that they were expecting kind of like a suicide squad where they were mm. like a group and then occasionally mm. they would like stab each other in the back and have their own initiative and all like that but it, it doesn't seem mm. that way it just seems like everyone's out for themselves i assumed they were going to be a group and i got that feeling kind of from like dark disciple and you know when she, when uh ventress ran into um boba fett and Bosk was there they kind of seemed like a crew i expected this to be like that yeah, it, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, obviously with bounty hunters, you're expecting kind of a wild, wild west story, and you're getting that definitely with all these different characters. Um, some of the highlights, I will say though, um, in the first, especially in the first issue, obviously you see Boba Fett, um, which is kind of cool. You see Bosk. Um, you get a shot, a couple shots of Doctor Aphra. Yes. And the Wookiee that she hangs out with, I'm blanking on his name, but that was really cool. Yes. Um, and then you get a nice cool shot of Han. So I'm assuming this takes place obviously after Return of the Jedi, or uh, I'm sorry, after Empire Strikes Back, in between Return of the Jedi. So this is kind of like the time frame we're in. And like I said, it's it's not a story that I'm really like wanting to know, mm-hmm. but it's cool. Like it is what it is. So yeah, the first. First issue was cool. I mean, like I said, it kind of set stuff up. And the second issue, again, I was just like, all right, like, you're following uh, Valance a little more uh, and kind of what he's going through and stuff. Um, again, the, the art, I, I guess I can't stress enough how much the artwork is amazing in, in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the story, the story is just a little flat for me personally. What about you? Um, It was, it was just okay. I'll give it like a 6.5 if I have to rate it. You know, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't, like, gaga over it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably give it, yeah, maybe a six. A six so far. And to I mean, be I'm, honest, I mean, I'm not too much of a comic book reader. I was a lot when I was younger. Now, currently, mm-hmm. I just mostly read novels. But some comic books mm-hmm. really do draw me in. Like, um, I was telling you how I read the Canaan, and that was just amazing. Oh, yeah. Just so dope. You, yeah. I mean, some, yeah, can, really some can really draw me in, and this one just wasn't that. So, meh. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. It, hasn't, it didn't draw me in, like... Um, like the post, the Poe comic did for me, um, and the other like Star Wars and other comic like the Star Wars run has to me. So now, it, yeah, now I have a question. Do you think this is somewhat spoiled f- for us because of the Mandalorian? Because we kind of have mm. a little bit of that bounty hunter hunter um, exposure to see what that's like. So maybe. You know, and that's, that's so amazing. Thought. That's maybe why we're not really into this. Yeah. I I mean, I think you're 100% right on that. I think we're just so used to that story mm-hmm. now. Is that maybe it kind of set the bar really high. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be. And again, I guess I'm not, and I've said this before, I'm not the biggest Boba fan. <laughs> like, I like, like, he's a cool character. Like, I like his armor and all that stuff. And I've said this before. And, uh, God, God, this was when we first started talking about the Mandalorian. Um, I said I like Din Djarin more than Boba Fett. I like his story so far. So I know a lot of people love Boba Fett. So, I mean, I'm not going to hate on him or anything, but he's just not my favorite Star Wars character. Nothing wrong with him. You did say he's overrated. You used to to have a very strong opinion about that. (laughs) He is. I mean, I'm not going to... I won't back down from that. He is overrated for sure. He has the coolest look. Hands down. I'll give you that. Like, he is cool. His coloring is cool. His armor is cool. Obviously, Mandalorian armor is cool, but... I mean, Din Djarin, I think, is way cooler, for sure, and his armor is way better, but that's just Ouch. me. But again, <laughs> Boba Fett, like I said, nothing wrong with him. I like. I mean, he's a cool character, um, you know, the son of Jenga and all that stuff, or the clones. So that, I mean, he's got an interesting background, but it's just... I don't think they filled it out yet, and this, this comic isn't really doing anything for me as far as, like, you know, making him a stand more more standout and me more getting me more invested as a as a not not a huge fan. Yeah. So that's just how I'm I gonna feel keep about reading it, it but, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, I might. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I might. I'll probably keep reading it just two, but I mean, I'm not gonna like. I'll catch up. Maybe I'll like I'll let two come out and maybe catch up on those. Like I'm not gonna catch it. I'm not gonna catch it when it releases, but. Uh, any final uh, final thoughts on the bounty hunter? Uh, give it a try. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean if you if people like if our listeners, if you guys are big bounty hunter fans or even Boba fans, I think you'll like this for sure. Mm-hmm. The artwork, like I said, I, I guess I can't stress artwork amazing, really amazing. All right, so we're gonna jump into the Vader comic. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Uh, love this comic. Love it, love it, love it. So this uh, this particular comic, um, we are following the Dark Lord himself uh, post-Empire Strikes Back. And he is trying to find... Well, he's not trying to find. He is trying to... What he's trying... What he's doing is his mission is to find the people who hid Luke from him. And he's that's like his mission right now. So there's only two issues out. Um, and... It's it's good stuff. I love I love this entire comic. The artwork's amazing. Story's really cool. Um, you got some cool new characters. Uh, the droid Z six seven cool. Um, yeah. You go to some obviously uh, familiar places. So, in the first couple issues, he goes to Tatooine. He goes to Coruscant, and he goes to a new planet called Ven- uh, Vendex Vanadexa. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I loved is what happens in issue two well at the end of issue one and then you find in issue two is he thinks he sees padme yeah that was like the last still i believe of issue one and obviously spoilers if you haven't read the comic i guess we should start started there but anyway uh so what we find out in this in the second issue is that it's um, Sabe. Sabe. Her handmaiden. So, which is really, really cool. And uh, within the comic, you see the flashbacks of uh, Vader uh, thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. Padme and their last moments and just moments overall. 
really cool stuff within this uh, within this comic. So what I like about this mm-hmm. comic, and I mm-hmm. feel like is needed in the Bounty Hunter one, like when they do the flashbacks, the panels are all in red, you know? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. can tell it's like a thought vision, um, flashback, whatever. Right. And I, and I feel like I needed that in that Bounty Hunter because I'm not familiar with helped. these characters because mm-hmm. I, in their time, I mean, they didn't look different or younger or anything like that. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I need comic book assistance. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I agree with you. I can I can see where you're coming from with that. But it was really great in these Vader ones when they did do the flashback. It had that mm-hmm. that red look to it, almost even like that's how Vader's thoughts are now because of the, the helmet. helmet and his mm-hmm. vision. So I think that's really cool. It was a nice touch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome, and I love how the flashbacks. The one the one that I really liked is when he was seeing. Padme and then she was falling and that was turning into Luke so he was mm-hmm. seeing um, them fall down the uh, um, cloud city mm-hmm. down that uh, down that whole thing and that was a really oh god yeah guys go if you want a great panels look at those in this uh, in that issue I think it was issue two yep. I believe great stuff i mean just the art like i said the artwork is amazing and the story is really cool so i mean i like this whole idea of him trying to find the people that hit him yeah and like wants to know what the hell happened and then a nice little twist is that sabe is kind of joining him but for a different reason she's kind of investigating padme's death Mm -hmm. and wants to know what's going on like what happened there what's you know there's more to it she feels and obviously vader feels as well so the last um the second issue heading into the third they're working together trying to investigate padme's uh death so which is really really cool stuff yeah Uh, but oh again overall thoughts on the two issues so far i really liked it um it's kind of slow paced it's not Mm -hmm. um too it was a little action packed. That first comic was so dope with yes. uh, them going to Tatooine, and there were some panels where uh, you know Vader was coming out of that fire and he was on fire, and mm-hmm. oh my god, the, the artwork was amazing. And when they mm-hmm. were walking, him and his droid were walking out of that explosion. It's behind them. Oh, Just god, some yeah. amazing shots um, in that comic. So it was. Um, yeah, had a good cliffhanger. Made me want to read uh, the next one, yeah. which I think is cool too. I like that feeling. Mm-hmm. So uh, overall, I know a couple of people were like, "Really, another Vader comic?" But I'm liking this one. You know, there's still uh, questions that we need answered. So I think it's great. Yeah, I, I I love love. I mean, more Vader is cool with me because of what they've been doing with his character. Yeah, since um, since Dark Lord of the Sith. That was a great run. And even prior to that, when they did um, the Vader run that went in in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. I think it was like 2015. Yeah, 2015 Uh, to 16. Great. I mean, these have been all great comics. And I mean, that's one thing I will say. They have done his character well in the comics. Yeah, absolutely. And continuing the story in awesome ways and very interesting ways. Uh, But I will say one of my favorite shots, too, besides... The one where he sees Luke and Padme kind of falling down the shaft in the uh, Cloud, City, Cloud City is when he's on Tatooine and I don't know if he uses a force and like 
pushes things, but he sees the grave of his mom. Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, ooh. And then obviously you see flashbacks of him thinking about her and what yeah. he, uh, all that. Oh, God. I mean, good, 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 good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, again, if you're a Vader fan like we are, good stuff in it. Like, just tremendous, tremendous, tremendous uh, building upon this already legend icon of a character. So, really good stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely, this is one I'm definitely going to continue to follow and read as it comes out for sure. What about you? Agreed. Yep. Like I said, got good cliffhangers at the end. I'm mm-hmm. really interested on where this is going to go, what he's going to find out, how tortured he feels over the results, all that stuff. It's great. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Excellent mm-hmm. stuff. All right. So let's, uh, so the next comics that have come out is the new Star Wars kind of run. So um, yeah. Charles Soule has taken over this, uh, this run of the Star Wars. So this particular Star Wars kind of run, the main, I think they're calling it the main kind of Star Wars comic. Right. Uh, it's four issues have come out, and it's basically everything post-Empire Strikes Back right now. Because the one, the one initially, the Star Wars initially was post-Return of the Jedi, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. yes I believe so. Yes. Yes. Which yeah. I, I never read that initial run. Yeah. I got to say. So I might, maybe I'll catch up on that. Uh since we have time, we're not not going outside much. Uh, maybe I'll catch up on those. But so this one though, I'm definitely keeping up. So four issues have been out. Um, what we what what as readers we are doing is following Luke, Leia, and Lando post Empire Strikes Back, uh, and some of the adventures they have gone on, you know, until we see them in Return of the Jedi. So. Some really good stuff in the first couple comics. Um, obviously, we see the Luke and Vader fight, uh, and from their perspectives and everything, that's great stuff. Um, and then we actually go back to Cloud City mm-hmm. because Luke is looking for his lightsaber. Yeah, hang so on this, a second. The yeah. first, the first issue. What really blow, blew my mind was when they're back on the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. and. Uh, Luke is trying to get Obi-Wan's attention through the Force and he doesn't really feel it anymore and he gets super angry and cracks that glass because he's like, why won't you answer me? Or, oh my gosh, I thought that that was... Because you never saw in the movies... You you saw Luke feeling a little defeated, but you never really saw him feel anger, you know? So I thought this was great to see. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and also in this comic, they kind of, they slid in the High Republic mm-hmm. very casually. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, or the kind of the mentions of uh, of the High Republic era. So that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, so we kind of follow Luke and Leia and uh, Lando and their adventure so far as they, as they went back to Cloud City. Um, Luke went to look for his lightsaber. Leia went to go... Uh, get some intel, and then obviously Lando went to go find uh, Lobot. Um, yeah, also there was a little, a couple little snippets of, uh, like, Poe Dameron's parents were in this as yes. well, too. Yes. So that yep. was kind of cool, tying that stuff in. Yeah, I liked that scene, the, the dynamic of uh, Leia still trying to lead the rebellion, and Lando being, like, you know, reluctant and not really caring, and just mm-hmm. being Lando. Um, 
And then they were all on different paths, you know, like Luke Mm -hmm. just kind of wanted to get back into the force and all that stuff. It was, it's great. Yeah. Um, So then what happens uh, is Leia gets caught in carbonite, which is really cool. That is cool. And it's a very small kind of thing to where if you think about Return of the Jedi and how she tells Han, like, you know, your eyesight, your eyesight will come back and everything. Now we kind of know how she knew all that because she went through it herself, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Um, and then what's what's crazy is that obviously Luke, you know, Lando tells Luke where his lightsaber probably went. He goes there and it's literally in like the trash, like yeah. this huge <laughs> trash of the city. So like Luke looks and the for it are there. with the Ugnats and he can't, he, he tries to feel it with the force and he's just like, all right, no, this is not going to work. So he obviously meets back up with Lando. They free Leia from Carbonite. And that's kind of where that um, story ends in, in the last issue. But um, what's interesting, though, too, is that, you know, Luke at one point, I think it was issue two or three, when he's thinking, I think I don't know if he's, when Lando's telling him that he needs to go back and get his lightsaber, he has like this vision of somebody telling him, you know, Luke, this is your destiny, and the person holding out the lightsaber to him. So we don't know who that is, was. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that was end of two, and that caught Mm -hmm. a lot of buzz. Uh, A lot of people were saying maybe it was female, some people saying it was whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I liked it because it had, like, a good cliffhanger to it and wanted me to read the next one. There was no payoff. There's still no payoff yet on that, so that's kind of frustrating. Um, But uh, just I like things that you're not not expecting. Like, you weren't expecting Luke to have visions of someone holding out his lightsaber and saying Mm -hmm. it's his destiny, like, and that it could actually be another Jedi or someone off in the shadows. Who knows? Mm -hmm. So I I liked it. I just, I wish we could have got a little more info within the last two episodes, episodes, issues. I think that might be maybe a longer kind of storyline within this run, maybe. It did come up again, though, I think in four, just little snippets of him seeing it again. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, it did. Um. I had a, an original thought I had is that what if he actually does find the lightsaber eventually? And he's the one that actually gives it to Maz Kanata. So instead of, I mean, I guess my whole assumption is that, you know, Maz, I always thought Ma, Maz found it somehow. Right. Throughout her travels or whatever. What if, what if Luke was the one that gave it to her? It was like, you know what? This was my dad's. And I don't really like him that much right now. He turned to the dark side. I don't want to kind of deal with this legacy type saber. I want my own to stand out on my own to be my own Jedi. Why don't you keep this? Maybe. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it'd be an interesting kind of idea that Luke is the one that kind of gives it to Ma so she can hold on to it. And then eventually yeah, it, call, it calls to Rey in the Force Awakens. I think you might be right. There's that one panel in the issue where it shows the lightsaber, it shows that cloaked figure, it shows Vader, Obi-Wan, Yoda, the Emperor. Mm-hmm. So I think you're kind of right that maybe there's just too much tied to that that saber and maybe he's starting to come to a realization about that. Um, so maybe, yeah, it gets... The Ugnaught does find it eventually. Yeah. So yeah, you do see the Ugnaught, yeah, at the end. I think that's the last shot of issue four is that Ugnaught does find it. 
Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if he, if Luke, maybe Luke finds it the next issue or if, uh, you know, eventually he finds it. But I just, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's an interesting concept idea is if Luke does find it again, like, does he really want to use it knowing who his dad is and knowing what happened to him? Does he kind of think to himself, you know, this thing's kind of got bad mojo with it. Right. Maybe I should really think about doing my own thing and being my own Jedi. So it'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they kind of play that one out. But uh, again, overall thoughts on this run of comics so far. I liked it. Um, you know, it's more information on stuff that we thought we knew all the the ins and outs of. So I think that's really great to have a story that we've known for a while and to still have little moments where we're like shocked and, um, in, you know, in and anticipation of wanting more. I think that's great. Dude, the cover, the artwork for the issue five. Have you seen it? No, with uh, Luke, Luke in the Tie Fighter, and the top of reflection is like a Vader reflection. It's so dope looking. Oh my god! <laughs> I gotta look at this now. All right. Yeah, you know what? Screen. You should screen that screenshot. Oh, there you go. We're on Skype, so she's showing me. Oh, that is cool. Isn't that cool? Ooh. All right. When does that come out? Uh, Doesn't say. And honestly, I heard no comics came out this Wednesday, but I could be wrong. And I'm not just talking about Star Wars. I heard that, like, overall. Overall. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, because of what's going on. So that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I'm def- this is one I'm definitely going to be following for sure for the uh, uh, foreseeable future. This is one that I'm definitely going to be watching. Me too. Uh, all right. So here's the last one we're going to be talking about. Is Mr. Kylo Ren himself, The Rise of Ren, um, comic book. There's It was a mini mini series, four-shot uh, comic book. So, yeah, this kind of is... I was very highly anticipating this comic. Um, I think we both were. I think that's fair to, fair to say. Um, I liked the first couple, of, uh, the first couple issues. Um, it was interesting um, how they are portrayed Ben and kind of the events that happened to him. Um, you know, they kind of, some stuff they kind of left even kind of to your own certain point of view. Like, was he yeah, the one that actually brought down the temple? Oh my was gosh. Was it Snoke slash Palpatine? So I frustrating. Kind of questions. Um, loved the, the flashbacks of him when he was really little with Luke and Laura Santeca. Mm-hmm. That was a great issue. I think that was issue two. And they went to the uh, an old Jedi temple and found some artifacts. And then that's when Ren at that time and the Knights of Ren showed up and all that. So that was really, you got to see Luke kick some butt. That was really cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. But yeah, overall, you know, I, I was hoping for a little more, maybe a little more payoff yeah. uh, in the end. Yeah, uh, it was still cool. I mean, he he does, you know, he does take out his friends that he's known for a while when they all grew up kind of being trained by Luke. So yeah. that was kind of interesting. Um, you know, I lo- I have to admit the outfit when he joins the Knights of Ren in issue three and Ren at the time, the guy that is ahead of the Knights of Ren. Tells him that he's got to change his outfit because he had his old um, Jedi like Jedi clothes on. Yeah, his outfit is 
awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was all black. He had the sword. He had his lightsaber, like a sword, like on the back, not hanging from the belt, but like on like a thing on the back. So yeah. like it was like a knight. Um, and his outfit was screaming his dad. Old school, like, loved that. Looked like Han, but like all black. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So there were some really cool, uh, again, artwork was amazing. Storyline was cool. I guess I was just hoping for a little bit more of, like, why he turned. I mean, we we still kind of know, but it's still kind of like, well, it, was it really, did he really want to do it? Or was he being more kind of provoked and just thought that he had really nowhere else to turn? So this was just what he was going to do now? I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it left me a little bit wanting more, which I guess is a good thing. You don't want to, like, spill mm-hmm. the whole story in four issues and then be done with it. Right, absolutely. Uh, but it definitely raised more questions, left us a little bit confused. Like you said about the temple burnings, not very clear because when it happens, you know, Ben's reaction is, a, he says, what? Like, so obviously it wasn't him that created that explosion. Or um, was he just, here's my thing real quick. Or was he just, like, so, like, angry he didn't realize he did it? You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, there's so much, like you said, so many questions. So many questions. Um, You learn, but what you do learn for sure is that Snoke manipulated him, hands down, was in his head even when he was a child. That was very interesting. I liked that. Um... But I was kind of hoping that his turn wasn't all Snoke influence. I was hoping we got a little bit more of a backstory with his parents. Maybe that he felt like abandoned. He did talk a little bit about the pressure of being um, his father being Han Solo and his mother being Princess Leia. He did. It was like very tiny. I would have liked to see actual stories come out of that, of what that looked like in the past, of him feeling um, like the expectation of his parents or the loneliness of them, you know, concentrating on other things throughout the galaxy. I was really hoping that that was going to be one of the things that pushed him. And that wasn't as clear. Maybe we'll get it later. I don't know. Yeah. And do we, and that's a good question that you kind of bring up and I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to that. But when you brought up kind of like how, you know, we don't really, you know, we know a little, but it's like, like you said, more questions than answers. And yeah, I mean, obviously his parents and kind of what, you know, the lack of attention or lack of whatever mm-hmm. uh, was part of it. But honestly, I kind of, for me, the comic kind of, kind of told me that he was so nervous about being, like you're saying, following this legacy of his parents and even Luke. I think that was a big part of following in his, in his uncle's footsteps and being named Ben. He knew who that was from. He knows it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. So like living up to these, these legends, this legacy, I think was, was a huge toll on him. But again, it was like you're saying, was that because of the influence of, Palpatine Snoke, you know, kind of saying like, you know, that's not your destiny or, you know, messing with his head or was it just how he actually really felt? Yeah. I did like that, 
you did see that some of his fr- frustration came from the fact that Luke kept all the Jedi students at the same level. Like, no one was stronger yeah. than the other. No one was weaker than the other. And Ben and everyone else clearly knew that he was so much more powerful than mm-hmm. them. But it mm-hmm. wasn't acknowledged. And that left him feeling frustrated. Of course, like, Stoke would mm-hmm. stoke, stoke, Snoke would stoke <laughs> that fire of mm-hmm. um, talking about what he is and how powerful powerful he is so um i liked that that came out mm-hmm. that he was that other students were jealous of him yes. that he was frustrated that he was being held back um that was a great dynamic to see yeah and i like that little there was i think it was issue two when i think it was either issue two or issue three when i think it was three actually because that's when kylo was telling his story of how he killed his friends and they thought to, to join the Knights of Ren, he had to have, you know, had a, a good death, I think is what they called it. Yeah. But there was that shot of, of, like you're saying, Luke training the other Jedi and the other Jedi that was jealous of Ben, her name starts with a V and now. Um, Vo. Vo. Yeah, Vo. So mm-hmm. Vo was talking to Luke and, you know, Luke, about she was talking to Luke about how you know why is it so easy for Ben sometimes and I like his explanation is you know it's not just easy for him it's just sometimes the door the force is more open to certain people yeah so they are it's easier for them to accept the force and let it flow through them easier than some and I just like that that little again the force and kind of the explanation of it so like you know, yeah, you can have the force and you can be trained to be a Jedi. And, you know, sometimes it is easier for others, for sure. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little bit harder for others. But with the training, you can become that open to the force and in which we see. I mean, we see it in the Rebels. We see it through uh, Clone Wars with Ahsoka and everything. So we see that idea. But it's cool to, again, Luke kind of acknowledge that whole process as well. So... Yeah. Uh, any other big kind of moments from this comic book that, that stood out to you? Snoke's outfit and where he lived. That was great. Oh, yeah. I remember. It's <laughs> <laughs> a quick story. I remember when this first came out, you texted me and you're like, did you read it yet? I'm like, no, not yet. She's like, just read it and then, you know, let me know what you think. She's like, you're like, you're going to you are going to laugh when you see Snoke. I'm like, OK. So then I texted you after I read it. I'm like, what is with this outfit? <laughs> Garden Snoke. <laughs> it killed me because everybody was anticipating this evil, you know, deathly, darkly, emperor-esque person. And he was in on this guard. But the planet was cool. It was a yes. place that was full of the dark side of the forest. Mm-hmm. And they tried to cover that up with um, the light and is still penetrating through. That was super cool. But the initial yeah. look of him surrounded by a garden, having a nice little hat, <laughs> his his cute little outfit. It was so funny. Oh. <laughs> I still can't get over it. It, it was a, it was a different take. We'll say that it was a different it was a different take on Snoke. Um, it was so fun. Oh, what a yeah. great moment! And then I think one of my other favorite um, parts it was the last the last issue when Ben finally kind of becomes Kylo. He kind of has like this whole like I don't know a vision or if we're just seeing it that way, but Leia I think Leia senses the change. And then you get a mm-hmm. shot of a young Ray sensing something on the desert yes. of Jakku. 
Yeah, feeling the shift. Yeah. Yep. And then you get a, a shot of Palpatine. Yep. So it was kind of cool to kind of see how they kind of tied everything together uh, nicely. So, yeah. Uh, again, overall, if you're a Kylo fan like I am, it's cool. I like it. Um, I hope we get more of his story. Although I don't know what more we could do unless you do kind of the adventures of Luke and Luke and Ben. Yeah. And Lauren Santeca. I'd read that comic all day. That was some good yeah, stuff. That was some great stuff. It yeah. really was. It was a little frustrating that Snoke had to, you know, put his nose in. He was always there in Kylo's mind or Ben's mm-hmm. mind. That was, um, I was surprised to see that at such a young age. Um, and mm-hmm. what also I found surprising is that Luke didn't sense that right away. Like, here they are riding in the same ship, and Luke is, or Ben is having these really strong conversations with Snoke in his mind. Maybe Luke did feel it. There were a couple times where he tried to yeah. grab mm-hmm. uh, Ben's attention, so mm-hmm. possibly he did. So um, it was really interesting. Did. I, I oh, 100% I think he did feel it but I don't think he knew the extent of what was happening until that moment that we see in Last Jedi when he you know was uh, using the force or whatever and kind of going through Ben's mind and then I think it clicked to Luke at how deep he was yeah for sure but yeah oh god good stuff I mean good stuff I, again for me I was expecting maybe a little bit more of a of a punch yeah, to me too. How he became Kylo, but I'm I'm super okay with what we got. Um, Charles Soule again knocked it out of the park for me as far as storytelling. Mm-hmm. So this gives me obviously excitement for the Light of the Jedi book that he's doing. Uh, that's coming out in August. So yeah, I'm 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 pumped. Uh, you know, again, good comic, liked it. Um, hopefully we see more of Ben slash Kylo down the road, but we'll see. I hope we'll so. See. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, any last thoughts for the comics overall that we have talked about? You got to read Kanan, the last Padawan. You were saying that's good. How many issues is that one? It, there's two books, and I think there's uh, four four issues or three issues in each book. It's so okay. good. Oh. Right, I'll, I'll jump into that. I will. I promise. I'll jump into that. All right. So uh, we are going to do Ask the Gals now. All right. I love Ask the Gales. It's fun. We have some good times here. All right. So our first question comes from the Scare Podcast. And they say this. If Celebration gets canceled altogether, how could the fans continue to celebrate their love of Star Wars this year? Ooh. I like this. It's a good question. It is a good question. What do you think? God, I don't even know. Because this world is so strange now. <laughs> Can't even go to concerts. I'm dying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what would be fun, I think, is if somehow we could do like a virtual type of hangout uh, yeah. panel. If they did that, that would be kind of cool. Or just, like you said, fans overall. Just having these meetups of some kind. Having more uh, people come together and just talk about Star Wars. Yeah, that's absolutely. The that's the way to do it, I think. And then again, just continue to support Star Wars overall. You know, watch the, you know, continue to read these comics that we're talking about. Uh, continue to watch the shows that are being produced and 
you know, the content that we are being given, you know, the High Republic, you know, read all that stuff. I mean, that's how they can celebrate their love of Star Wars for me. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think you and I and everyone else in the podcast, Star Wars podcasting community is extremely lucky that Mm -hmm. we are in this platform that we get to dive into Star Wars topics and show our excitement and our love for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we kind of get to celebrate every week when we talk about it. It's kind of nice. So when we cross over with other podcasts and share that feeling, I think that's um, what we really just need to continue to do without a celebration if that happens. Yeah, if that happens. Yep, well said. Yeah. Well said. Uh, thanks, Gareth. Uh, thanks for your question. All right, so our next one comes from the Star Pours podcast, and they ask this. If you could spend the lockdown with any Star Wars creator, past or present, who would you choose and why? And also, same question for any Star Wars character. And uh, mm. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. You guys stay safe, too. Um, ooh, okay, so any creator, easy for me, Ryan Johnson, hands down. Wow. Would love to talk Star Wars with that guy. I know that's maybe like an unconventional because obviously you have Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, hands down. Yeah, which is a good pick. Solid pick. Yeah. I got to go with Ryan because I love his take. I loved his take on Star Wars and I just want more. Like I know I could talk to Dave and probably get like George, George Lucas's like handbook and probably more hands down and I would love it. But I would like, I just, I love Ryan's mind. I loved his movies, you know, Knives Out, Brick, all those movies yeah. are fantastic. So, like, to talk to him about just Star Wars and then just anything overall would be cool. Yeah, I agree. But I wouldn't want to be in quarantine with him. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But who, so you would say Dave Filoni is your choice? Yeah, I feel or like there are? would be, like, this endless um, just pit of knowledge like every morning we could wake up and drink coffee and he'd have his cowboy hat on and <laughs> and i'd be like let's talk about ahsoka today you know <laughs> i want to get deep baloney on the show right now so bad <laughs> i would love it we'd be eating like toast with jam i just you know in your ahsoka live shirts <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally oh, I want that totally i love it now that's a good choice no uh Honorable mention for me would be Freddie Prince Jr. I think oh, that yeah. guy would be amazing to talk to about Star Wars, first of all, number one. And just seems like a funny guy. Be Just be cool. Uh, just to talk about Kane and Jairus overall with him and like kind of his whole thought process of what he, you know, what kind of how he looked at the character, saw the character and like the choices he made and everything. It'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be some fun. That'd be some fun conversation. My so. honorable mention would be Favreau. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Solid because choice. he's got like that, um, that Star Wars past where he was really passionate about it when he was a kid. And yeah, you know, I would like to hear all that. Yeah. I mean, obviously I would say George Lucas would be like an obvious choice, but like, uh, I wanted to think, well, I wanted to kind of go outside the box. So that's why I went with Ryan Johnson. So I feel like talking to George would be exhausting. Like, <laughs> You know, like you would have to say things in a specific way to get him to engage in a conversation with you. It would almost be like a puzzle or like every day to get George to like actually (laughs) have a two way conversation with you. I I could be wrong. He might just go off from the minute we wake up and he just talks or I don't know. 
That's but I feel one. like you would really have to engage him in the correct way to get him to talk back to you. That's fair. No, that's a good. That's a good point. That's really good. I love point. how I talk about these people. Like I know him. I have no idea. We're besties. Yeah. yeah. We're, what did we say in the last show? George. George. Call my people. <laughs> call my people. Have your George. people. Call my people. <laughs> we'll get together. I like your hoodie. What so character? What character would you? Um, Ooh. Okay. So character in quarantine. Ooh. I'm gonna go with a Padme. Solid choice. Yep. Solid choice. Um, ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Oh, going with the sequels. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. But tough call. Honorable mention. Okay, so honorable mention. So I'll go with Kylo Ben. Honorable mention. I'll go with Obi Wan Kenobi. Ooh, nice. You I Gregor, like that one. Prequels. That is a good one. Nothing, I like nothing that wrong one. with Al, Al Giddens, obviously, but just again, you and to me, you McGregor is Obi Wan Kenobi for me. So he'd yeah, be cool. That'd be a good one. Who's your honorable mention? Ray. We would do some uh, lightsaber skills like and it. some workouts. When I watch uh, Daisy Ridley's uh, um, workout videos when she was training for, oh, she was um, so badass. Yeah, that's what I would want to do. Shout out. Happy. Uh, today is her birthday as we're recording. So happy birthday, Daisy Ridley. HBD. HBD. All right. So our final question goes to Pizza and Parsecs. I love these guys. Dave and Liv. Great people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Great people. Uh, so uh, they say quarantine life treating y'all okay. Yeah, we're doing good, you guys. Hope you guys are doing okay, too. Um, they say this. If you had to pick a character to be quarantined with... Who would you pick and why? What? Okay, but here's their question. What would you do to pass the time? Lively games of Clue with Grievous. All universes are on the table. I like this question. I like this question a lot. So what would we do with the, what would we do to pass the time with our quarantine? I got a good one. Okay, so go ahead. What do you got? Um, I would hang out with Chewie and oh, I would take a nap in his lap. Remember that? <laughs> from Solo. <laughs> You've never had a better Maria? sleep than yeah. than yeah than curled up in a Wookiee's lap. Wookie's That's lap. what I would do. I like it. I like that one. Um, oh God, what would you do to pass the time? Okay, I'll go. I'll go. Not. I'll go a little unconventional. Chopper. Video Ooh. games. Yes, video games of Chopper. I think it'd be hilarious. Man, like him he'd be getting such mad a... or like upset and just being. <laughs> I would love I would be fun um, honorable mention would be Ezra kind of same thing like games or just like something stupid like that that'd be fun yeah um, you got honorable mention at all Sabine we would uh, we'd Ooh, do some Sabine. graffiti oh art nice nice solid choice that's a solid you know right choice. now um, my nephew who is nine uh he started watching Rebels for the first time. So oh, he did? Yeah. He's yes. he was he was like on episode thirteen um season one. Oh. So then we started watching it together like over FaceTime. Like he would play it and I would play it and we would sit there and we would react to it together. It was so fun. Oh. And we 
yeah. I gotta get out. And, I gotta get into that face side. That'd be fun as well. Oh my gosh, it was so great. And he loves Chopper and he loves yes. Ezra. It's just so great to watch him react to it. And when, um, so I was like really kind of like teasing him. I was like, who do you think Fulcrum is? And he was like, oh, maybe it's Obi-Wan because of the message. And then when Ahsoka came out, his face popped up on the screen and he was like, what? Like, <laughs> It was so awesome. And then he was like, oh, I wonder if if her and Vader are going to fight, like, because he was her master and she's his apprentice. I was oh, like, dude, snap. I can't wait for you to see it. R.I.P. Oh. Alex. R.I.P. when you get to that episode. <laughs> so fun. So um, we watched the beginning of season two together, and then I'm letting him watch those episodes at his own speed. And when we get to the last, two, when he gets to the last two of season two, we're going to watch Ooh. those two together. So, you might, I might have to jump onto that FaceTime because I got to watch those last two because those yeah. are some greatest Star Wars ever. So so fun. Oh, that's fun. That's cool. That's cool. That's fun because I've been actually watching this girl on uh, YouTube uh, react to Rebels. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun just to see people's reactions the first time. So she's I think she's in season three right now. Um, but when you get to the end of season two, her whole reaction, it was so good. <laughs> It was just, it was so good. It was so good. Um, yeah. All right, but thanks, guys, for all the ass of gals. Appreciate you all yeah, very, thank very you. much. Yeah, I hope you guys are staying safe out there, obviously, with our quarantine day 29, whatever we're at. I uh, hope you guys are staying safe yep. out there. Uh, Andrea, any last thoughts on the comic books or anything that we have talked about? Well, I hope they start pushing them out uh, so we have something to, you know, read during this time. But I understand, you know, it's a business and, you know, the stores that supply them are closed and all of that. So mm-hmm. they have to, you know, it's a new way of figuring everything out. Yeah. But hopefully nothing gets pushed back for too long. Yeah. As Ahsoka said in Rebels, it's a new day, a new beginning. So. Yes. Hopefully we will get uh, get back to normal uh, real soon here. So. But thanks, guys, for listening to us. Uh, appreciate you. We will have our uh, next episode out on Friday, and that will be reaction recaps of episodes seven and eight of The Clone Wars Season 7. Oh, my. Excited to talk about that. And mm-hmm. uh, then after that, we're going to do a novelization recap of The Rise of Skywalker. I oh, my. We finished that. <laughs> I've been trying to get through that. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be a lot I've, of fun to, dis- to dissect. I've been reading that to Carmen over FaceTime because she's not living with me right now because of the, you know, corona. the corona. <laughs> but um, we were reading it over FaceTime and she was like, I know what happens, mom. You don't have to read it to me. I was <laughs> like, yeah, but you don't know how it happens this way. All this extra added stuff. She was like, why is there so much stuff? Like, why do I have to describe every single part? I was like, that's the best part. (laughs) Ah, That's good stuff. (laughs) Quarantine life. I love it. I love it. I was like, let me read to you the Ray and Kylo desert scene again, please. (laughs) I was like, I need to read it again. (laughs) All right, guys. Again, thanks for listening to us. Uh, If you want to follow us, please follow us on Twitter at The Galactic Pod. Uh, We are on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean. So look us up, follow us. And you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Loronos. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, at R2D Two Step. And may that force be with you. Always. Always.